This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Max. And I'm Skylar. Recently, we decided to start watching Bob's Burgers to see what it was all about. And it didn't take us long to become completely obsessed with the show. But one of the things we love the most about the show is the brilliant end credit sequences. Which is why we created this podcast. Each week, we're going episode by episode to talk about the elaborate end credits. We're excited to have you join us right here on Bob's Credits. We'll make sure the Bob's Burgers end credits get the credit they're due. All right! Chip Chipperoo, Julia Roberts fans. What? 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 It has to do with this episode, what the play on this episode is, the title. Sleeping with the frenemy. Sleeping with the enemy. Okay, I'm so sorry. <laughs> when I was doing my research yesterday, I found a romance novel novel called Sleeping with the Frenemy, and it looked so bad that you ordered it. I had to go check it out, and I wish I hadn't. The word gushing was used. It was it was and wild. Gushing, not like um, I gush over you when I'm talking Fluids. about you. Okay. All right. Right? Yep. Okay. Yep. Hope you're listening with your children. I mean, many people are listening with their kiddos. Sorry. Gene would say it. Gene would 100% say it. Yeah, we're good. If I'm not even going to bring up that scene again. You, If you know, you know. Um, Finger on the pulse. Max? Oh, I said it exactly how it's supposed to be said. <laughs> you did. Yeah. You did. Um, have I seen Sleeping with the Enemy? Because that seems like a movie I would love. No, we should watch it, though. Can we? Yeah. Okay, great. Well, clearly we would just want to get into this episode, but don't fret. We'll get right to Brett, the boy from out of town, soon enough. Oh, I like that. When you paused, I was like, where's there? Is there a guitar in this episode? There's no guitar. Oh, like, a guitar fret. fret. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, I forgot what comes next. Because we switched roles today. Oh, that's right. I'm kind of like in control here because I we I'm doing uh, puns and Skylar's sides. Which do you want first? How about that? I want to do puns because I'm so excited for your Max's munchies. You know how you eat? Sometimes you want to eat the vegetables before you have the good stuff on your plate. Sure. Let's let's do some burgers. My puns are veggies. They're not. I love them <laughs> so much, but I get them every week. 
My puns are fully loaded French fries. Thank you very much. Oh my God. Is there anything better than fully loaded fries? They're so good. Bob would totally do a whole Thanksgiving dinner on fries. Oh, I want to do a whole Thanksgiving dinner on fries. Why not? Okay, we're doing that this year. Yep, we're doing that the day after Thanksgiving. We are? Yep. Okay. (laughs) We're going to be so full. Okay, let's play a little Bob pun or Max pun. This week we are doing Store Next Door. Fun. Are you ready for your first pun, Skylar? Yeah. All about weave, tapestries. Bob's? Max. Your next pun is, here's looking at glue, kid. School project supplies. <laughs> That's funny. Bob's? Max. You're just trying to trick me. That's what a, this game is. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, Max doesn't have kids. He doesn't know what school projects are. <laughs> I've, he's never been a kid. <laughs> Your next pun is, uptown junk. Thrift shop. That's funny. Bob's? Max. Do you like how every time I say that's funny and then choose not you? Yeah, it's it's a little offensive, but... It, it shouldn't be offensive. I just, like, I'm confused because it's like three Maxes in a row, so I thought it was better. Don't worry. I definitely won't carry this into our I'm relationship just... off the mic. Okay. It's already <laughs> been a rocky start to the morning. I drank too much of Max's coffee. Oh, this girl. <laughs> When she she has a certain amount of coffee, and then when I make my coffee, she's like, some days she's like, I need another cup, and she'll sneak some. It'll His coffee goes missing, is what he's trying to say. Yeah. Um. What did I want to say? I do want to be clear with you. I think that your puns are just as good as Bob's, if not better. I just, I, I just got to be real with you, so. And I just want to say that, once again, I am available for hire to the Bob's creators if they want some puns. Um, you ready for your final pun? I mean, I guess. Wolf in cheap clothing. Discount pet apparel. Max. Bob's. Oh. Wow. Can you just do a big bleep right here? Because I'm I'm realizing uh, how many youngsters we have, but... F- yeah, I'll put a beep there, bleep there even though we cuss all the time. I know um, we do, but that I just had to really say that. That yeah. hurt. That an O and four is not common for you, and it does. That was hurt. vegetables. It does hurt. Do you want to move on quickly? Quickly. Okay. Are you ready for Skylar Sides, aka the Fun Facts before the Fun Facts, aka Max's Munchies? Dish it, girl. Love it. Let's talk about sound effects for the Bob's Burgers movie. Oh, I love it. Gene would love this topic. Yeah, I found it interesting. In an interview with the sound team on Screen Rant, Mm -hmm. the re-recording mixer and supervising sound editor Warren Shaw and re-recording mixer Ron Bartlett had this to say about how they achieved some of the racing sounds in that epic under the pier (gasps) under the pier car chase sequence we were just talking about that chase sequence because we want to turn that into a ride um in our fictitious 
Bob's Burgers theme park. Bob's Burgers theme park. That is our latest episode up on Patreon. We blue sky what a Bob's Burgers theme park would look like. And that is one of the rides. I am sorry to interrupt you. No, that's okay. That's up at patreon.com slash Bob's credits. It's got to subscribe to one of the tiers and you'll get that episode with so many others. Endless episodes. Endless. Just us talking and talking. I love it. All right, let's hear. Okay. So Warren Shaw said, It was fun. A very good friend of ours, Charlie Campagna, is a premier sound effects recordist of the world. So he goes out and he's recording cars. Like on a Fast and Furious movie, he's recording all the cars, that kind of thing. So this one's a little different than a Fast and Furious movie, but we (laughs) needed the sound of tires going over loose boards. (gasps) So Charlie found all these super cool ways to do that. He took a Tesla onto the Santa Monica Pier... (gasps) And had the mics down by the tires. He's an incredibly inventive, brilliant guy. And he gave us all these sounds to work with and gave that scene that specific character. Because that stuff ain't in a sound effects library. (laughs) And on top of that, he said that Lauren is a sound geek. He loved hearing about all that stuff. Lauren has maybe two little recording studios full of weird instruments and toys. So that was a really fun scene for them to, to record. Oh my gosh. I have two major thoughts here. Tell me. First, Max and I live by the Santa Monica Pier, and you do hear cars entering the pier, and that is exactly what it sounds like. Yeah, now I want to go back and watch that sequence again. I know. It's also just really nice to know that something so close to our <laughs> heart is uh, is in the movie. We go walking, well, Biscuit goes chipmunk hunting every Sunday uh, near the pier. And I like how you say it, like it's like... He goes off on his own. We, like, we let bye, him go. Mom, yeah, bye. I'm going down to by the pier. I'm going to go chipmunk hunting. Like oh, oh my god, I love this. <laughs> um, so I love that. And then we have heard of Lauren's love for things that make noise and music, which I love. Which is how you know we got the intro credit sequence from the get-go yeah like that's something that lauren was playing around with yeah and also how we got gene and his love for all things yeah. like sound and noise and music i didn't think about that yeah that's brilliant yeah so that's all i have for you but i thought it was a fun, fun excerpt fact. from that article and if you want to read the whole article i'll link to it in the show notes but i do want to like rewatch the movie now and just like listen to the sounds that's i didn't even think about that cuz it's just it's just special that someone was out there on a pier actually recording it to put it in this movie yes should we get into this episode we should okay skylar can we have the title and synopsis for season 8 episode 11 please the title is sleeping with the frenemy it's spring break and tammy missed her cruise to both turks and caicos Tina, determined to earn a good deed Thunder Girls badge, suggests Tammy stays with them while her parents are gone. Soon, Brett, a beefot, boyfriend from out of town, falls hard for Tammy, but only because Tina's feeding her every sentence. Meanwhile, Jean Luz loses his last baby tooth. How will Linda complete her full Jean collection now? This episode came out on March 25th, 2018. It was written by Greg Thompson and directed by Brian Loschiavo. I'm going to jump immediately into the B story because I need you to tell everyone about you and Biscuit's teeth <laughs> since we were just talking about Biscuit. 
Let's just refresh everyone's memories if they haven't watched this episode recently. So first of all, this is actually the second time that we hear about Linda's Jean Baby Teeth collection. Um, The first time we heard about it, she referenced it in Sit Me Baby one more time. So I feel like there was a reference and then they were like, oh, we should like write in a B story about it. So she has this little jar of Jean Teeth that she keeps for sentimental purposes. And I guess I'm more like Linda than I realized. I saved all of, not all, some of Biscuit's baby teeth. I don't know. I just, they fell out and they were so cute and he was growing up and I just, I have them in a turtle-shaped holder thing. That's the best ending to the story is that they're in a (laughs) turtle-shaped holder. Because I could see that happen in the, are we the Belchers? I could see that happening in the Belcher household. Anyway, so you relate to Linda a lot. You get it. I get it. You don't it. see anything weird about it. I don't. I think it's cute. My mom hung on to so many things that were so weird to hang on to from my childhood. I, When I was a baby, I broke oh, my God. arm and I had this little cast. Oh, my and God. She had it my entire life. Like I found it in the garage after she died, the little cast. Did you take a picture? I'm sure I have it somewhere, yeah. If she were alive, do you think she she'd be like on our wedding day, she'd like gift me the baby cast? No, she would never give up that thing. Are you kidding me? You, she's gifting you her son. <laughs> that her son. Her son. <laughs> That's hysterical. I mean, like I get it though, cuz that would be really cute. You broke your arm as a baby? Yeah. What it's happened? A whole, it's a whole thing. I I do need to know now. My parents think my sister did it. My sister did it. Just, you know, she was a couple of years older than me, or rough housing and stuff like that. Oh, my. And I was little and fragile, and it happened. Oh, my. A little baby cast. Yeah. Did she keep anything else that was weird? Oh, all sorts of things. Which is the probably the exact opposite of my mom. You and I went to help her clean out the storage unit, and I was like, my art, she's like, I don't care about your art. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anywho. Anywho. Well, let's, if we're going to be at the B story, let's finish up here. What did you think about the B story? Uh, Teddy, they went to Dr. Yap to um, find a tooth and then they had to shave it down with Teddy's help and they had to paint it white. And what do you think of the B story? It made me so sick just because of what happens to that tooth at the very end when Jean accidentally swallows it. Really? It's just someone else's tooth, and it was like a gross tooth, and he swallowed it. It's just, it grosses me out. By the way- Yeah, go ahead. We were talking about the movie this episode, and this is like, uh, the the tooth is very important in that movie, too. This is this- You know what, though? In the movie- Someone puts that tooth in their mouth, and it freaked me out. Yeah. So why doesn't the gene thing freak me out? Because he swallows it. I don't know. I think it's gross regardless, but the fact that he swallows it is just no Yeah. Thanks. I thought it was really funny. It's just so... Are we ready? Are we ready? Quintessential Bobs. There it is. It's family-focused, but weird. Yeah, and I love 
the trio of Bob, Teddy, and Gene. Yes, which we probably haven't seen really before. No, not the three of them kind of like off doing something. So I just, I I enjoyed them all, kind of like the three of them working together. I always enjoy a creepy Dr. Yap appearance. He's so sketchy. Yeah, that was like a good dose of him. Just that one scene. Perfect. Yeah. I also really like how... It just mimicked life really well. I liked how it turned out where they think it's this big problem. And then Linda's like, I don't have a complete set. Yeah, like, so like, I take them out and play with it. And so that like, was do you ever so take funny. Biscuit's teeth out and play with them? No. No? You never like glued them together? Maybe made a, Me- like, a ring out of it or something? No, I Are you haven't. thinking about doing that now? No. Okay. I, we have our differences, Linda and I. Okay. We do. Fully loved the B story. I did too. Should we jump to the A story here? Let's do it. Okay. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. So just to refresh everyone's memories, Tammy comes to stay with them. She's a butthead, as everyone assumed she would be. Brett, a boy from out of town, falls in love with Tammy, but Tina and Brett start texting because Tammy's not good at this stuff, and they really fall in love. So it's And then they start feeding dialogue. Tina feeds Tammy dialogue. So I have a question for you. Yes. Did you understand the line at the end of the episode where – Tina reveals, hey, it's been me all along, and they go off to the beach together. Did you understand 
Linda and Louise's line, Linda says that they were um, Cyrano du Bergerac and Sierra Yes du Bergerac. Yes, Cyrano du Bergerac. Yes. Who I like Bergerac though because that works for this this show. Yes. Yeah, that's like that classic tale of um that what exactly happens in this is like one person is feeding the other person like lines to romance a woman and there was I the, didn't know Steve Martin was in a movie Oh that's why you Rox, know was it called Roxanne I think Yeah that's the name of the female character Yeah he's in a movie that That's why you know this story I just don't see you as someone who's like up on oh, classic no. French literature No the only history I, I like or like literature I know is based on Steve Martin and his movies That sounds right Yeah <laughs> because we love Steve Martin, not because yes. you're not intellectual. Um, so the plot of this A story is based on the classic French play, let's see if my high school French can aid me here, called Cyrano du Bejarac. I thought it was great. All right, we do have any French people out there? Can we get a rating? We do have – We we had like – 10, 10 downloads from France. You know who's really bad at a French accent? Who? Wanda Sykes. Oh, she kind of is. In her, in her new stand-up special, because her wife is uh, French. French, she has to do, she does an impression of her throughout the entire thing. It's almost it's, there. It's, it's so bad. It's not a good French impression. It's not even like a bad, like it's not even like a good bad impression. Yeah. <laughs> but her- um, But she does, she's smoking a cigarette the whole time. Every time. That's it's funny. It's really funny. <laughs> So this classic play, which has been adapted every which way, apparently, is about this man who is insecure of his big nose. And he's in love with this woman, Roxanne. And Roxanne falls in love with this other man. But the guy with the big nose is a poet. And so he starts writing her letters as this other person. She falls in love with him. It's this whole thing. There is a balcony scene where it's literally like the balcony scene where Tina, where Tammy's sticking her head out of the window and Tina's talking. So lots of references. There's a balcony scene and, and he's under there. Cyrano is under there feeding dialogue. And what she really falls in love with is the beautiful words. So there you go. Bob's Burgers, you know. Pulling from famous literature. Love it. For a plot. So let's talk about Bob's version. First of all, I want to say that it is so validating for Tina to have Tammy stay at her house and for her whole family to realize that Tammy's pretty awful. She is obnoxious. She is spoiled. I love getting to see Tammy's dad, who is awful, (laughs) and and you can see why Tammy's the way that she is. David Herman, by the way, just it sounds just like Mr. Frond, this character, but it works. Her dad. Yeah. You're right. It's so validating. She is horrible. And, you know, Tina actually, she's mean, too. Tina actually handles her pretty well, both in this episode and in high school, but- yeah, the whole family got a new understanding for Tina's plight. Speaking of Tammy, this is the first episode where we see her without her eyeshadow on. Oh, interesting. Would you like to see a photo? Yes. And this will be up in our carousel on Instagram. For those of you who like to listen and look at all the images that we post 
uh, Bob's credits on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Well, she's getting her hair done by Bob. Which, for some reason, I thought was hilarious. Oh, it's great. Like, you... I'm trying to imagine if we had kids and then we had a sleepover and you had to do one of their girls' hair. I would just die. I would die. Yeah. Bob is a phenomenal dad. God bless him. Bob, because we've seen him with like sleepovers and stuff like that. He he doesn't complain, but he like takes all the kids home under in slumber party. You know, he's he's just like- that was so good. That was like dad of the year moment. He does good dad stuff. He really does. This reminds me- or kind of that essence of Bob's remind of Bob reminds me a lot of my dad. He was the one who would organize the sleepovers. He'd make the pancakes. He would do our hair. He was very involved with me and my friends and really present. That was something like that was very good about my dad. That's special. <laughs> yeah. This episode, which is probably Jenny Slate's biggest. Bob's episode, Jenny Slate. Most like screen time. Yeah, like for I would Tammy. say. Yeah. yeah. This episode was aired on Jenny Slate's 36th birthday. Oh, what so a nice little birthday present for Jenny Slate. Oh, wait. Oh, I also, so we're, we're, since we're talking about voices here, mm-hmm. just want to point out that Andy Samberg is Brett. So good. I love Andy Samberg. If you haven't seen Pop Star, Never, oh. never Stop, Never Stopping. That's what it's called. <laughs> Something like that. Please go watch that. It is hilarious. And it's so uh, good. Hot Rod's great too. I just, I, I, I've never watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine. We've, ne- we've never tried, or maybe I think we tried the pilot, just haven't watched it. But Dash, I, just, I, I just think he's funny. Dash, our listener, who and also, friend. and friend, and podcaster, we were chatting about Brooklyn Nine-Nine and they really convinced me that maybe we should watch it. Yeah, we've always meant to, like, yeah. get more into it. We just haven't because um, we like everyone involved in that show. Yeah. Um, no, but that pop star movie is really good if you want just like a feel good laugh. It's so funny. The songs are so funny and it's super rewatchable. We- we've never rewatched it. Yeah, but it is because I've watched so many <laughs> clips from it. I okay, feel like I've watched okay. it numerous times. You even had a but, t-shirt. But yeah, I do think it's uh, it's up there with like game night as far as comedy rewatchability goes. I'm down to rewatch it. Mm-hmm. Let's do um, it. Okay, back to this A story. This also gave me new respect for parents in general because can you imagine the patience you would have to have if you kind of your one of your kids' friends was kind of bratty and you had to just be like nice. Yeah, I'm sure it happens all the time. All the time. Yeah, because kids can be bratty. I love Tina-centric episodes. I really do. She's always trying. The whole reason Tammy's even there is because she's trying to do something. She's trying to do a good deed. She just has a good heart. I, yes, she's trying to do it to earn a badge um, or patch. Pa- badge. Pat. Badge. Hmm. Um, but still, it's always she's such a good-hearted person. I love any teen drama, any teen romance. So this is going to be a great episode for me. And it really delivered. I loved it. Has a happy ending. Has a happy ending. We also get a great bow at the end of the episode when Tina sees the tooth with the seagull. Oh, I read on Reddit. Someone said that this was their least favorite episode of this season. And I could just not agree less. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'd have to go like scroll through all the episodes. I still don't remember what's like coming up, to be honest. But 
Right. And it's just it's a, a really season. strong season. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I had so much fun with this episode. I just have one more fun fact mm-hmm. for you. So Tina has these fantasies of what her life is going to look like if she doesn't step up and stop helping Tammy. And in one of her fantasies, a rabbi is marrying Brett and Tammy. That is the same rabbi from Tammy's bar mitzvah. Oh, wow. What a fun detail. Isn't that so cool? That's such a great detail. Yeah. Should we do? Oh, I have it on my phone. Okay. Should we do a side-by-side on the carousel? Okay. This is from Tina Mitzvah. Got it. Yep. Wow. That's awesome. So, so Tina took that memory and put him into like her fantasy uh-huh. that she's imagining. Yep. yep. That's great. Should we get into the end credits? Let's do it. Okay. So as Skylar mentioned, the last moment is a moment between Tina and Brett uh, on the pier and or on the boardwalk. And then we'll get into the end credits. Okay. I just have to say that growing up on Ocean Avenue, prime spot for some some teenage first kisses some magical first moments. I agree. I used to, for a while, when I first started driving, I lived in the Valley, which was far from the Santa Monica Pier. But my go-to for dates would be to pick up my date and we'd drive and have dinner somewhere and then walk down the pier. What? Yeah, afterwards. What age was this? This was like in my teens when I was driving. Oh my gosh. Max would never take me to the pier now when we live five minutes from it. Well, we don't want to go to the pier. Trust I know. Me. That's, uh, yeah. That's the joke of it all. <laughs> that's really cute. There's like carnival games. Yeah. Okay. It was I'm, good. It's definitely a good after dinner thing. Wonderful. Um, I'm sorry. I know we talk about the other two. You guys, if you're not watching the other two, what are you doing? Go watch that show. But. There's this boyfriend of one of the main characters that is, he's an actor, but he's in character 24-7, and when they first meet, he's in a teen, like, um, romance drama. It's like those indie romances where you say things like, doesn't the world feel a little too bright sometimes? And then you have a montage at a carnival. That's what your dates at the Santa Monica Pier look oh, like Oh, and that's to exactly me. what I was going for, too. So, <laughs> it works. Looks like the ocean's out tonight. Hey, look, it's waving at you. Damn, we're gonna kiss. <laughs> oh my god, did that seagull just cough up a tooth? Oh, uh, let me get that for my mom. What? No, it can wait. I'm the one who isn't a nerd. Here we go. Here we go. Tell me what happens at these end credits. Where are we? What's going on? We have the classic kitchen sequence and Tammy in her glasses, with which I loved that. I can't remember what happened to her contacts, but I love seeing her in her glasses. It's a good reveal. It's a good reveal. Because I think she picks on Tina a lot for her glasses. Oh, aha moment. Mm-hmm. Damn. And then we have Tina and Tammy side by side, and they're doing a sister act. Yeah. And uh, like you said, it's generic kitchen sequence, so Bob and Louise are prepping burgers behind them. Yep. Tammy has her hand on her hip, and she's like pointing to Tina in a very like Broadway theater way. Yeah, they're going to do like kind of this, yeah, this show toony uh, duet together. And Tammy just said... She's the nerd or something like that? Yeah, we'll go through the lyrics at the end. Okay. 
I'm the one who thinks up the words. I'm the face. You fart of the place, but, but we got, got that beat fought right on the kiss spot. Oh my god. Big O, when we got that beat fought, um, they're, they turn in and face each other. Yeah. And they're crouching and they're doing like little steps. And then we got that beat fought right on the kiss spot. The kiss spot, they both blow a kiss. Yeah, it's super broadway-esque all the dance moves are very broadway-esque for this kind of song i can totally see the writers and stuff testing out these moves before they animated them yes and then to me it's very like assist like a double act where like not a cabaret but would you say when we were watching it okay sister sister no oh it wasn't sister sister (laughs) sisters oh sister Sister, I yeah. I think that there's some inspiration from it. Can we play just a clip? Because I think when she goes, I wear the dress, she wears the dress, and I stay home. Yeah. It's what's it from? White Christmas? Yeah. Sisters, there were never such devoted sisters. Never had to have a chaperone, no sir. I'm here to keep my eye on her. If you're in our Discord or DM us, we haven't hit the perfect inspiration. Yeah. Does anyone know what this is based on? We're really close with the Sister Sister. Yeah. Which song, which performance are they actually pulling this from? Yes. Or is it just a combination of all of, of all. them? Because there's so many. We're getting close. Yeah. All right. Any musical theater nerds out there? But And if you want to see the Sister... I think it's called Sisters from White just Christmas. Go- yeah, just YouTube, Google, Sisters, White Christmas. The moves are very pointing at each other. They're dancing side by side. That whole thing. I'm the face. You fart at the place. But we got that beat fought right on the kiss spot. I'm the one okay, can you pause for a second? Insane. When it goes, dun, 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 right on the kiss spot, they like kiss and throw their hands up and the burger flips at the same time and it is so satisfying <laughs> so satisfying i love that i'm the one who drives him insane hair flick only when i bypass your brain i'm a dork you made me sleep on the floor <laughs> but we got the on, on the, the kiss spot i'm obsessed with this yeah um they're still doing their shtick as linda does what she normally does comes into the window grabs the burger that louise has placed up there to deliver there's lots of moves, you know, every move matches their word. So Tina crosses her arm, Hammy, Tammy. She could be called Hammy. She, she definitely could be Hammy. She flicks her hair. A lot of good stuff here. This coming up is one of my favorite parts where it plays to what happened in the episode where mm-hmm. she just lets Tammy move her mouth and she talks. Okay, okay. And they're going to do that here in the song. And it's hilarious. Love it. Take a Tammy. Boop, boop, poop, beep, boop, boop, boop. Oh, that's so boop, good. Happier and snappier. Let's farty. Let's <laughs> farty. It's such a great way to end the episode and the end credits. I think there was just like so much going on when I was watching this yesterday. I didn't, I was just watching Tina and I didn't realize that Tammy was just moving her mouth and tina's noises were supposed to be coming out of her mouth that's a great detail it is i 
enjoy it so much. And then at the very end there, of course, Gene makes his appearance walking across as he normally does in his burger suit. Just a normal day. Just a normal. He's just normal men. Okay, you want the lyrics? Hell yeah, I want the lyrics. Okay, it's called Beefot on the Kiss Spot. I'm the one who isn't a nerd. I'm the one who thinks up the words. Love it. I'm the face. You fart up the place. But we got that Beefot right on the kiss spot. I'm the one who drives him insane. Only when I bypass your brain. I'm adorbs. You made me sleep on the floor. But we got that B-fought right on the kiss spot. Take it, Tammy. Happier and snappier. Tina blows raspberries, according to this. (laughs) (laughs) And that's it. Well, and then, of course, we have Tammy's line, less farty. It is so classical musical where there's a predicament, but they both got the outcome they wanted. They got the... The B-fought right on the kiss spot. It's so good. I really, really appreciate this parody. Highlights, slow lights. I think Tammy's last line is a highlight because you're kind of like the credits are over. Yeah, it's great. It's it's great to sneak it in there. Yeah. I love that the burger flip like happens on this crescendo. That's really nice. Um, maybe we can record that and put it in our carousel. Yeah. You can I'll just try. remind me to do okay. it. Okay. Um, I don't want to give you more work. <laughs> give me all the work. You know, the song. Whoever who wrote this song? It's a good question. Maybe I it's think, the writer. Yeah, I think a lot of times it's the writers who write the episode with uh the music team, mm-hmm. but I don't know for sure. Well, it is a huge highlight and I'm I'm feeling good about the scoring. Yeah. We score on a scale of one to ten H's at the end of Tina's uh. Go ahead, Skylar. I'm giving these a 9.5. I am going to give them a 9. Love it. It's original music. It tells the whole story in a new way. Mm -hmm. I wasn't expecting a musical parody here, so it was very unexpected. And that is always something that I love about the credits. When it comes out of left field, I just loved it. I also love how animated Jenny Slate's voice is versus how monotone uh, Dan Mintz's voice are. It's a great contrast. It just goes so well together. It's such a good song. I love watching them do their little Broadway dance moves. Um, again, Tammy's I, glasses. I, Tammy's glasses. I love that last moment where Tina's just making noises and Tammy's moving her mouth. It's just good stuff. And, you know, it's a classic end kitchen scene, too. It is funny that, like, you know, they're finally getting along, Tammy and Tina but this was just an exhausting week for everyone. So everyone's just back to the kitchen and it's like everyone must just be so excited for Tammy to leave. Yeah, I'm excited for Tammy to leave. Same um, girl. So those are the end credits to sleeping with the friend of me. Thank you everyone for listening. As we said, go over to Bob's credits on Instagram if you're not following us there, because that's where all the images from this episode are currently. But you can follow us on other social media, Bob's credits, and um, subscribe to our Patreon. We've got lots of really fun bonuses on there and all sorts of fun things. Live trivia, fan theories. I think we have upwards of 30 full-length episodes yeah there. 40 even um exclusive merchandise that kind of thing and leave us a review yeah your reviews help us out so much and they melt our hearts so please please if you've been listening and you enjoy us and you enjoy this podcast leave a review for us thank you anything else you want to say i'm just gonna say stay farty
Uh, that's something that I'm sure most of us will do. We all do it. Yeah. Not just Tammy. Yeah. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.